You're listening to Frontstabbers Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Frontstabbers Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Woo-hoo. Today I have with me OG, Nayanka, and Oshan. And the topic we'll be discussing today is extrovert versus introvert. Your, t- your personality type. And then later we'll be discussing um, how to stay faithful during hardship. During Hard times, times where you don't want to pick up your Bible and <laughs> read it. You don't want to go to church. You don't want to do nothing with God. Just give up. There. Yeah. Just give up. <laughs> yeah, so yep, OG, yep. Take, you, know, you had a couple questions for us. Go ahead. Uh, what? What, <laughs> okay, um, what exactly do you think you guys are in personality choice from introvert or extrovert? Hmm. Okay, well, first, let's define, what is an introvert? A shy person. And an extrovert? Uh, uh, now going person. What? From what I've heard, I will counter that. I heard introvert, it's all about, like, the energy, like, you put out, like, let's say you with... Let's say you're with um, a crowd of people. That the vibe that you get with those people tend to make you either an introvert or extrovert. So let's say, uh, you know, like let's say you're a group of friends mm-hmm. and they're like live and they're 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 yeah. litty. Yeah, the litty. <laughs> <laughs> they're litty. And that moment, if you respond well to that, if you respond well to that environment. Mm-hmm. then you're more of an extrovert. But if you're a person that's like more reserved... That shies away, yeah. like, oh, I need a break from this. Exactly. No, it's too mm. much. Well, there's another word for that, an ambivert. An ambivert. Yeah, you mm. just choose when. So you're like in I the feel middle. like it's, it's both, yeah. Well, I middle. think you're both, though, at the same time. Yeah, you can be both. It's a balance. Yeah. It's a balance between introvert and extrovert. I, could, I would consider myself an ambivert. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why do you say no. that? Because there's times where I just want to be isolated and alone, and I get energized from that but then there's times when i want to be surrounded by people and i want to feel you know that energy and feel you know lit quote unquote <laughs> <laughs> I, I get lit, lit you know what i mean I, I i pick and choose i guess i don't know but that's why i would say i'm, I'm an ambivert yeah, I, I think i'm i think i'm the same way also it depends on it, it really depends on the environment that i'm in mm-hmm. like i could be i could be i would say i could be shy but i could present myself as shy during certain like things like let's say if i don't mm-hmm. really want like a group of people or just like hanging out and i don't want to be like part with them i'll just be like yeah let me creep away you don't want to throw the shade yeah i don't want to join the inner circles there let me just let me just shy away you know, let me just shy nice. away but sometimes i'm extremely extrovert oh, where yeah. i'm like mm. i walk into work and i'm like Yo, what's up? What's going on? There. How you yeah. doing? And yeah. I'm like talking. My, I talk so much that my mouth hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that happens, man. You know, there's times <laughs> where I'm, I'm like extremely extrovert. But there's times where I'm just like, I'm not feeling it today. True. Yeah. True. At work, I'm an introvert. I, I just don't want to talk to nobody, you know? Yeah. It's an environment. Mm. Yeah, it's the environment because I can't really relate to the people at my job mm-hmm. because they're like much older and I'm like the youngest uh, at the company. So I go do that too. That's where I choose to be an introvert. So how do you guys feel that your personality trait affect your faith or your walk 
powerful. Let me rephrase that. How do you feel like your personality affects you being a Christian? Mm. Hmm. Deep. Deep question. Deep. <laughs> I'll say... <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, cause I was, uh, cause for me, I was, I was an introvert for like quite some time. But then uh, my job, I work at a golf course. Mm-hmm. And like I, have, I basically have to, uh, you know, talk to these people, tell them, hey, you know, you're, you're being slow. So, you know, to push them up and stuff. When they told me that, I was like, oh, my gosh, I hate confronting people and telling yeah. them, yo, you need to, you know what I mean? But then that actually helped me out a big time because uh, it definitely, like, um, helped me open up more. And like and, and now I'm, like, a, you know, balanced between introvert, extrovert as well. But I'll say for the faith, though, like, uh, for a, lo- for a while, it was, it was hard for me to share my faith uh, to people, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, um, for, uh, actually, no, no, no. When I first got saved, uh, I remember I was, like, on fire, you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. I went back to school. I went back to, you know, school. And then first thing I told people was like, yeah, I accepted Jesus, you know, just, I, you know, I like, I I was on fire letting people know that. And then that fire died like after two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So then, I mean, mean, yeah, like, like, like it went went down. Yeah, it went down. So like it went down after two weeks and I was like, you know, back, you know, back, you know, back to ground level. And then like that, it was, it was pretty hard for me to like share my faith with people because, you know, I'm a shy, like, like I said, I was a shy person. So telling someone that, hey, you know, yeah. about the gospel, you know, the good news and the bad news. It, it was it was it was definitely hard, you know. But now like uh like I said that job helped me out cuz now it's a little bit easier, but you know, it's still it's still easier said than done a lot mm-hmm. of times. Yeah, big time, big time. I know that's a big thing that I struggle with still to this day is um just confrontation in general and like um just talking to someone who who's not of the faith and trying to um talk talking to them about um Jesus and Christ and just me like avoiding confrontation and stepping on people's toes that's always a thing that I, I just don't like but I have to realize it's not about what I like it's what I have to do you know mm-hmm. as a as, as a, a follow as a Christian yeah mm-hmm. and so I definitely have to grow out of my shell on that one and yeah whew, yeah Okay, I guess I'm an intro. I'm an extrovert mm-hmm. because I love to talk. I really do. I love to meet new people. Uh, I like to get to know people. I like to spread the gospel. I, I just like it personally. But then you know, when it comes to points to where I just don't feel like talking, people do think there's something wrong with me because I'm always talking and I'm always happy and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I guess you know I can work on trying to isolate myself at sometimes mm-hmm. because. Isolating myself gives the devil room to to enter. That you is know? true. That's so, true. Yeah, definitely we can mm-hmm. work. I can That's work true. on that. No, I think it, it's it's a really important, uh, actually, to really for a discussion because as a Christian, we are called to stand out mm-hmm. and not be passive in our walk. So you know, depending on your personality trait, that doesn't. I don't think that should be a barrier for you to share your faith. Yeah. You know, it's going to be awkward at times. You, you trying to serve, you know, you're trying to tell people about Jesus and them not wanting to, mm-hmm. you know, respond. Oh, they're not responding well to you. I, I have a funny story. I remember I, would, I went downtown with a couple of my high school buddies. And then there was this guy in the middle of the street sound like shouting, uh, the end is coming, you know, repent, repent, repent. <laughs> and then I felt like at the same time, I was like, man. I know this guy is speaking truth, 
That's how he went mm-hmm. about. But you know, uh, he's sharing his faith in such a like outspoken way, and that's how we Christians should be yeah. with yeah. our faith when yeah. we talk about God. And in that moment, I was like, man, like, why is this guy, why is this guy talking right now? Like, he's so loud. And, and, you know, and that was a strong conviction because I'm, instead of encouraging him and going over there and be like, man, what you're doing is, is a really good thing. I just shied away. Mm-hmm. My, uh, ec- my introvertness mm. came in, kicked in <laughs> and I shied away and I was Freaking. like, uh, I'm not going to go over there and it's like true. talk to this guy and say like, yo, what you're saying is, is really good. And I just like walked back and went to my car and left. Yeah. You know, so it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a really, it's a really bad thing. Like, yeah. When it comes to that, yeah, definitely. Cause uh, what was it? I'm not, yeah, uh, like I I know somebody, and then they're like they're just telling me like um how. Uh, what did he say again? I'm trying to remember exactly what he said. He ba- he was basically saying how like um, uh, like you know how like we're supposed to be called we're called to make disciples of all nations, right? Mm-hmm. So then, you know, we were just having a discussion about that, and then he goes, uh, but yeah, but preaching the gospel, you know, telling people evangelizing, that's not me. And I said like, uh, and I told oh. him like, no, that's not. You can't really say that because, um, like I said, like like you said, we're called to make disciples of all nations. So exactly. it's not about like if or like, and I should do it or like, uh, I, you know, that's not that's not that's not something that's my skill. Is an as an actual requirement in the Bible, like you have to you go have out to. and make disciples of all nations. So you know when you're in when you're in work, uh, you know when you're at school, mm-hmm. like it doesn't have to be like you know. Like you know, every day you go, you're you're going out, you're going out, you know, doing you know, going out telling people like left and right mm-hmm. every single minute, right? But that's where your life, that's where your lifestyle uh, comes in, comes in. But you de- you definitely are supposed to, uh, you know, let people know about your faith. Lead by example. Yeah. I mean, they do know about my faith. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not it's not that I'm not vocal about it. It's mm-hmm. just that I'm in a room. I, I'm a file clerk, by the way. I'm in a room where I don't really see people as much and when they come in and they try to make conversation I just don't like to mix my personal life with my work life so it's like mm-hmm. I just isolate mm-hmm. myself and try to get away you know like if, uh, if it comes to trying to uh, have my actually... faith in it mm-hmm. you know I, I don't have a problem talking about it if it comes mm-hmm. to faith but it's like if you're asking me personal questions I just Ooh. like you won't be the person you won't be the person that that first says, hey, uh, you know, I went to church today. Like, you want to start off the conversation. Yeah, I don't start off the conversations. And I'm it's usually just, one to start conversation always. But mm-hmm. when it comes to work, it's like... Not for you. <laughs> a, lot, a, lot, a lot of people tend to, like, when you're in work, they separate their lives. So mm-hmm. they go, when you're at work, you're like a totally different person. Like, this is me at work. These are my coworkers. They're not my friends. So that's that. And then when you leave work, that's when your real life starts. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like... Uh, like uh, I'm not. I don't know if it's if that's wrong or not. But in my opinion, I feel like because uh, when you when you're at work, you we spend a lot of time at work. So technically, work like that that yeah. is us. You know, what I mean? like that is a part of no, our lives. So yeah, you're right. Like and your coworkers. So because like at this new job that, that I'm working at, uh, that's what I learned because uh, it's very tight knit and close, right? Mm-hmm. So like that type, like my type of that type of a uh, personality wouldn't fly out my out my job because. You know, we're all there's probably like what ten employees in total. So like, mm-hmm. if, and when I first started working, like the first four months, I was all quiet, all to myself, everything. Mm-hmm. And I like, uh, shoot, I don't want to say this, but uh, anyways, uh, one of my coworkers he was just telling me, he's like, ah, uh, you know, it's like, just open up a little bit, you know what I mean? 
and oh. and then my bosses too because like i said at my job you have to open up so and then once i started doing that i started to realize like oh you know these people aren't bad you know like even though like they may not be in the faith and whatnot like opening yourself up a little bit to your coworkers helps out definitely because like say if your coworkers going through something tough right and they know that you're a christian mm-hmm. they know they know about your faith they That's can go true. they can go to you and go like hey you know i'm going through an issue right now can you pray for me and stuff whereas if you're like mm-hmm. closed off and you don't you know <coughs> open yourself out yeah it's like why would they why would they they won't know to go to you for like for that prayer for that help you know what i mean no, that's that's true because yeah. you know it's it's kind of like it's kind of like you're living a double life if you uh, think about it yeah, you're true. you're at work you're you're this you're at work you're shy but when you're not at work and you with your your, your church friends you're like an extrovert you're mm-hmm. lit you're, you're you know you're you're doing all these like super things where you're like oh, I'm a super christian but you go to work and it's like the total opposite People would even know that you go to church if you're at work. So it's kind of like you have to find that balance. Like he said, you have to get out that shell and you have to, you know, you, you have to be, you have to open up mm-hmm. because if you don't open up, how would they know that you're a Christian? You know, how would they know that, hey, this is the person I can talk to and they can help me? Or how would they know to come to you and talk about the faith? You know? Mm-hmm. Well, they definitely do know I'm a Christian. I, I, I am vocal about it because I remember um, at my job, like, I remember, like, because, you know, there, when I walk in, I have to sign in in front of people. Like, mm-hmm. there's this thumbprint, and I, I sign in, and I'm like, good morning. And, then, and um, there was a discussion happening where this guy, he's he's a pastor, mm-hmm. um, and he's like, he's like, good morning. And then they started a, a whole conversation about how good of a morning it was. And one person was like, not all mornings are good. And I was like, I was like, dang. I, I, I walked back in my room. I was like, dang. It's like I felt a conviction. You got to say something. So I got up. I'm like, well, you know, even if you wake up and you receive ga- bad news, it doesn't necessarily mean it's not a good morning. It's the fact that you woke up mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. God is, God woke you up is a blessing. That's and true. And so, there was yeah, like, but not every, up, like, they couldn't um, get the it. Morning, they because, they know, couldn't simply understand how I every morning is good. And I, I, I tried to explain the, you know, the Genesis. It's, it's own, just sad. When God but, made um, um, the, yeah, the seven days that when that he said discussion. it is good and everything they saw like that. And they just me couldn't understand point, it. And I'm like, it, they knew I was a Christian, but they didn't know how strong I was. That's true. I mean, that, at that point, though, it's it. I would say that it's kind of like a, that's a perfect end. Because that person that said not every morning is a good morning. And the fact that you explained to them, like, hey, the fact that you're here right now and you're breathing, uh-huh. that's a reason to give God thanks. Amen. You know, that, that not only shows, you know, that you believe in God, but it shows that, you know, you find you, f- you find joy in every single thing, if, even if the day is horrible. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's really important to really, you know, Be share your faith. Because you could have been introverted and shied away, but you chose to, you know, step in and share that with him that could have made all the difference so yeah that's a good thing yeah that's it honestly God convicted me in that moment yeah no there's moments and I'm not gonna lie to you there's moments God convicted me where I'm just like so into myself and being introverted and God is just like you need to speak up you need to say mm-hmm. something 
he needs to say something. And I'm just like, like you hear that voice. Yeah. And I'm just like, eh, I don't want to say nothing because I don't want to, you know, I don't want, not, not mm-hmm. like so much about my image, but I'm like, I don't want to, it's not my business. We like, it's not my business. I don't want to get into it. But I mean, a lot of times though, if we do speak up, you know, a lot of things that are happening in front of us, because if we don't, if we don't speak up when things are happening in front of us, we're pretty much agreeing with whatever's happening. Mm. Being a bystander. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So if you if you just if something's happening in front of you mm. and you're just, you're just being an introvert and like you retreating back to yourself and you're like, ah, uh, this worker is, is treating so and so wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say anything because I don't want to get involved, even though you know you should be like, hey, what you're doing is wrong. You you're just agreeing with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it, it's like everything. It's it's the same way in Good, our lives. You it's know, a good way of looking at it. Guilty by association. That's yeah. true. They call it. <laughs> yeah, no, that that is true. Because if you don't st- if you don't stand up, you're basically agreeing with uh, with what's going on. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, true. For sure. It's like if you don't stand for anything, you fall for everything. And it's 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 the it's the truth. It it's really it really is the truth because a lot of a lot of things, especially in our age. Mm-hmm. With all the stuff that's happening, if you don't stand up and say, "Hey, I'm a Christian. I don't stand for this," boy, oh boy, you you it's like it's like you're in. You, it's like you you don't even how uh, you say that. You, it's like you fit in with the crowd. They won't yeah. even nobody mm-hmm. can tell who's who because you look like everybody else. Yeah, that's true. So, exactly. So, so my, I guess my last question would be: Do you think a Christian can be an introvert? I mean, a Christian mm. can be. Can I mean, a Christian be an introvert? Yes. Can a Christian be an introvert? Ah, I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> That's Wait. a tough question. Uh, um, I, I would okay. I, I would say this. I would say no. I say no because of the fact that as a Christian, you're calling. You can't be an introvert because because of your calling, it, it forces you to be with people. Mm-hmm. It forces That's you it. to interact with people. Mm-hmm. So being an introvert should not be part of your identity at all that shouldn't be that shouldn't be what you mm. be like oh i'm an introvert no you're a christian and that should cover everything you're like, right i think it's also because i guess there's it could be looked at in a different way like introvert as in more reserved and then introvert as in like fear of talking to people you know because once it's a fear thing then it's yeah, it definitely should not yeah you cannot yeah, be if it's a fear that yeah yeah you definitely cannot you gotta you gotta you gotta chase that away man yeah. you gotta fear hurt. is not from God because uh, that's true you gotta yeah. pray that away <laughs> definitely because God because God because God's definitely going to um like when He's working in your life He's gonna place you in th- uh, moments in your life where you're uncomfortable you know what I mean so if you're always comfortable being introvert not not uh speaking up you know just being shy like eventually that's gonna that's going to have to change because if in order for God to use you. Like he is gonna put you in places you do not want to be. Exactly. He's going to he's going to tell you to talk to people that you're gonna be like, wow, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't want to talk to this dude. But he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna use you. You know what I mean? Yeah, so so that's the answer right there. That's right that's there. a no. Yeah. That's imagine a, imagine if Jesus was an introvert. Oh my no, I'm pretty sure the, no, God, no, no. the gospel would be like, no, like you know what I mean? Like it's not. It wouldn't. There's this quote that's like you mm-hmm. gotta. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Ha. <laughs> like no, that is the... And as a Christian, your state of being is always uncomfortable. <laughs> because yeah. as soon as you get comfortable... It's dangerous. That's it the is, problem. It, it That's when you go down, 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 down. Because yeah. if you stay comfortable within your, within, your sh- within your niche and within your people that you're around with, and mm-hmm. you're always going... Not growing. It's stagnant. Exactly. You're mm-hmm. not growing. You're not going any further than, than you are. Boy... 
It's like that, um, was it a parable? The, they planted one seed underground and that was it. Like they, um, God gave them a talent. Mm. The person was scared to, to waste the talent. So he didn't go and produce more, more. talent. So he just, um, he stored it underground and that was it. Like he wasn't growing. It wasn't stagnant and God wasn't pleased with that. Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. It's kind of like us as a Christian. You can't be a Christian and you, you, you're being an introvert and you don't want to share the gospel and you don't want to talk to anybody about it being a Christian because as a Christian, you are called. Yeah. Exactly. Again, you are called to do it, to do it. And yeah. that is your duty. You cannot just be, Oh, I'm shy. I don't, I don't like talking to people. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't like people. I feel like that's the, that's the one thing. You know what? I actually hear that a lot. Um, amongst some, amongst young Christians, it's like uh, when it comes to time to like preach the gospel, it's like oh, man, I don't care about people. I don't like people. As a Christian, that should never come out of your mouth because exactly. you're supposed to work. You're supposed to spread the gospel, right? The good news is that Jesus came down, died for our sins, right? And um, if that weren't if that weren't happening, we'd go to hell, right? Yeah. So keep in mind that like the um, pretty much like the world, right? There's people going to hell, right, left and right. So every time you walk by a person, if that person not saved, they're going to hell, like. You have to realize that hell is very real, right? That's true. And if you, like, you can't be, you can't call yourself a Christian, and, or you can't say that you have the love of God if you're not willing to tell somebody about the gospel. Because mm-hmm. now, like, since you kept your mouth shut about that, per, uh, about the gospel, that person is just, you know, blindly walking to hell. Exactly. And then that is on your head, too. I forgot the verse, but you got, you, got, that, you, got, you got blood on your head, pretty much, on your hands, pretty much, yeah. for that person, because you didn't. You didn't take the time yeah. to tell that to exactly. warn that person. Mm. Boom, that person's in hell. And within that moment, also, you like that's that might be the one opportunity for you to speak with that person and change your life. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I remember this one uh, story I heard about this kid that was going home one day, and he had I think Dave was preaching about this, and he you know he was coming from school and he had all these books in his hands, right? He has all these books in his hands, and then he was walking home, and then. Three of his cool friends came behind him. They were bullying him. And, and, and um, you know, they were just making, like, fun of him and pushing him down to the ground. And another one of his schoolmates came around and helped him with his books and helped him with his books and helped him home with them. And then later on, he, you know, he became, I guess, the valed- valedictorian and whatnot. And on his graduation speech, he was like, when I was walking home that day with all these books in my hand, I was doing that because... I didn't want my parents to have to go through the fact of going to school and cleaning up my locker because that night I was going to kill myself. And because of the, of the uh, school friend that helped me with my book, it changed my life because it showed me that Mm -hmm. somebody cared about me. Yeah. You know, so that honestly, that just gives you all the right to not be shy or stop saying, you don't, you you know, Oh, I don't like people. It's like you never know who oh, you're going to impact. Thing. Honestly, because I and then you have to keep in mind too when you say that, like, I don't like this person. I don't like this person. You have to realize that God uh, gave that person air to breathe that morning too, and God, God loves that di- yeah, God lo- God mm-hmm. loved that person enough Amen. to die for that person as well too. So you're pretty much like being selfish and having your own like you know I don't know little beef or whatever, whatever it may be, to like you know go in like um. Uh, pretty much like uh, not have the opportunity, give that person an opportunity to hear the good news. You know what I mean? Exactly. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, so that's share, not... share your faith, man. You know, you yeah. never, you really never know who you might be impacting. 
You know, it might just be saying good morning to that one worker that you don't like or doing something nice to somebody that you, you know, it's just getting out of that comfortable stage and being comfortable mm-hmm. and be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes. Yep. You yes. know? So go write it down. Definitely. Make a sticky note. Make a meme out of it. Yeah. <laughs> we as Christians are called to be passionate about people and to love and serve them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So and you true. can't do that if you're, if you're if you're always introverted and shy. So the next, uh, the next topic we're really gonna talk about it's, it's been on my mind actually for a very long time, and recently I've been affected by this, and it's and Sean can attest to this too. It's kind of like, how do you remain faithful during those hard times? You know, how do you find, not really find time, but how do you you know, when you get hit with all these different problems in your life. And you you remain faithful. You you keep trusting in God, and you keep being person. You you persevering in the faith, and and you you know you're still going strong. So how do you guys deal with that? You know, hmm. hmm. Sean, you want to go first? Ah uh, man, <laughs> 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 put, <me> on the <laughs> put you exactly on the on spot. The spot. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll say all right. So, um, like quick little uh, thing. Of, well, I explained that last week. Well, it was whatever, but um. I got diagnosed with a disease uh, about, uh, I don't know, a year and a half or maybe two years ago. I don't know how long ago it was. I forgot. But, uh, yeah, so before that, like, I never really went through anything, like, hard. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I had trials here and there, but nothing, like, you know, crazy to be stressing over and stuff like that, right? So, um, like, when I got diagnosed with that disease in the hospital, the first day or two, I was like, ah. You know, God's with me, so I'll be good, mm-hmm. right? And then after like a week of you know going through what um going through uh, my symptoms and stuff, I was like, ah, uh, God, God got me. He, he still got me, right? And yeah. then two weeks later, like I'm I'm struggling. I'm like, yep, God, you're, you're there, right? You yeah. know, you're, you're there, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then like a month, a month, man, like I was like, you know, struggling with my faith because um. It, def- it definitely was, like, a hard time for me because, um, like, I went from having, like, a, a normal life, pretty much, like, being able to eat whatever, you know, everything's running fine, to now, like, you know, losing, like, tremendous amount of weight, you know, being in constant pain every single day, like, not being able to sleep at night. It was it was, de- it was definitely um, really tough to go through, and my faith uh, did get hit pretty hard because there's times where I got, I kept questioning God, and I kept... Um, I kept, you know, I kept questioning God, like, why am I going through this? And um, every night, like, I just, it, it was just awful. And then eventually there was a time where, um, like, I never, I never said I was going to kill myself. But there was a time where I, uh, where I actually prayed to God. And I was like, God, you know, like, I can't handle this pain anymore. Take you and out. Then, yeah, like, I can't, I, I'm not going to kill myself, but just take me out while I sleep, right? And mm-hmm. I was like, and bro, when I cried, when I prayed that prayer, dude, I was, I was, tearing up like crazy man because i never knew i would have never thought i 
if you told me like you know three years ago I'd make a prayer like that I'd say you're crazy because I always like I was always optimistic about life I always like I love life you know what I mean and then like when I was in that when I was in that um, moment I knew that I was on like an all time low mm-hmm. I was like wow like I'm, I really stoop low right yeah. mm-hmm. but then um what got me out of that was when um I got sent to the hospital again and then they said because my, my blood levels was like tremendously low and it was low enough it the levels it was at. They said, like, you find that blood level in, like, cancer patients. Wow. And that you could have died any day. Wow. And that you're not even able, you're not supposed to, you weren't even supposed to be able to walk. You were not able, you weren't even supposed to be talking right now. You're not supposed to, like. Be alive, pretty much. Yeah, like, because when, wow, when, I, when I came into hospital, I was walking. The nurses saw me. She was like, like, their eyes opened. They're like, how are you talking right now? How are you walking right now, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, yeah, it was, it was only by God's grace. And then when they told me that, like. Uh, the day of when they told me that, it didn't really kick into my head. I was like, "Oh wow, I could have died any day. That's bad." Yeah, <laughs> right? like yeah. I, I shrugged it off. Like, <laughs> "Wow, that's bad." Yeah, but then very like, about yeah, it, yeah. And they're very nonchalant. But then the next morning, right, I woke up, and then that was the most like to this day I'll never forget that morning. I woke up that morning, and like, I just looked up and I was like, "Wow, like, like I just like it started to seep in." I was like, "I." You could have died. Back I could have died. Like this, this I can't take this for granted anymore. And then that, and that's what inc- that started to increase my faith tremendously. So like, um, what I would say is like, um, it's easier. It's it's always um easier said than done. But when you're going through like you know really tough battles and stuff, it is understandable because we're human. So if you're if you're at a moment where you're questioning God, you know your your um you know your faith is te- has taken a hit. You're not, mm-hmm. you're not praying you, your Bible. You're not praying, you're not praying, you're not reading your Bible. Um, just know that, like, trust God because he's still working in you, right? And then the thing is, um, after that, after every trial, there should be growth, right? When the trial ends, your faith should start to get stronger. So I would say it's, um, like, during those hard times, when you, like, say you're going through that one specific hard time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like you may feel like you're you're not being faithful enough, right? But once yeah. that trial yeah. once that trial ends and you learn your lesson, exactly. when you learn what God was trying to tell you, like that's what increases your faith. So that when the next time you go through hardship, you know it's easier. This, to yeah, you know handle. like the last one the last one that you went through, you know what you know how God took you out of that. That's and that's what that's what helps me out. Some I keyword is sometimes because like I said, I'm you know I'm human, so yeah, mm-hmm. like the, yeah, there, it's always ups and downs. But what gets me back up on my feet when I do go through hard times, and um, is when you know I remember that. Like I remember wow, like there was a time where I prayed, you know, to God to take away my life, and He didn't, and He kept He kept me up, He kept me up, and He still loved me, and that's what makes me remember. I'm like, you know what, like God's God's still good. Like even though I'm going through this particular mm-hmm. thing. Like what I went through before, like I see, I see how how good he worked. So one thing I'll say is like, if you're going through like um, very tough, if you're going through a tough situation, the tough trial, um, try to remember, like try to remember every single thing that God did for you. Like yeah. remember every single thing that God did for you, and um, just you know meditate on that. Meditate on like the fact that you know he still he woke you up this morning. He died on the cross for you, and that there's a reason why you're going through this thing because. Um, the trial that you're going through, you can help other people. You can help another person out, exactly. right? And um, and that's always a blessing. You're getting spiritual rewards for that, and that person's getting blessed from that, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, thing. That's that's God, man. Because you know, when you just look back 
you know, you ever you ever just look back at where you were when mm-hmm. you start, and you know, I find myself doing that now and then, and I just look back and I'm just like, man, I used to do these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's nothing but God, and you, if you just take that time to just look back at where you were and where you are now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it just shows you how God works. Also, where you could have been. You know, how things could have turned out differently. You know, if I would have went to that school, how this would have turned out. If I would have still be friends with that person, how things would have turned out. And you just, you just, like Sean said, just meditate on those moments. And you Mm -hmm. just see how, you know, God works. Mm Because we, in our lives, in our daily lives, we we go in and out. We don't really think about all this. It's so mundane. All the stuff we do is just so routine that we never take time to like sit there and think about these things it's true mm-hmm. you know? it's very true like it's it's powerful because and we because us as humans we like results and we like to see tangible results now, like, yeah. now. Mm-hmm. but when you actually sit back and you you just think about these things you see how you see how you see how much stuff god has done for you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know because the other day man it hit me because i was in my car and i was listening to the song um uh, what's the name of the song? It says, "This is how I fight my battles," and I just started bawling. Mm-hmm. I started bawling in the car. I was like, "Man, I I don't know at that moment. I don't know what what overtook me, but I was bawling probably for like ten minutes. I was driving to school, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in the highway. His mom was like oh, that. And yeah. then that week, that morning though, that morning was a huge wake up call. Cry My brothers, we were having some discussion about talks about you know money talks and stuff like that, and it, it and and I, and everything just like just hit me all at once, and I was like, God, you know my situation, you know." how I am right now. You see my struggle and mm-hmm. I know you've taken me I've know I know you've taken me from places where I've been down in the dumps. I'm just trusting you. Mm-hmm. I'm you know the whole time I'm just like God, I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you. I, I, you know like it's it's tough cuz sometimes you're like, man, like why is God not answering me right now? I'm praying so much. I'm 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 doing all this stuff. Why is God not answering me? And you know, I, I it just hit me, and and I just started crying. I, mm-hmm. It was just very emotional for me, and I was like, man, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, now you know today I'm 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 thinking back, and I woke up this morning, and I was like, man, you know, I, I looked at I looked at I looked at something, and it just you know kind of reminded me like you know God is still faithful even in those even in the midst of your deepest strongest fight, mm-hmm. God is still faithful because. What you're dealing it what what you're dealing with right now mm-hmm. is a lesson for you to learn. Like mm-hmm. Sean was saying, it's a lesson for you to learn. So when you go through trials again, it's no, not exactly. something new to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you know how to fight. You already know how to how to shoot. You know you equipped with all these weapons. It's like it's scar tissue. Exactly. You know I mean? mm-hmm. Yeah, it's strong. It comes back stronger. It comes back stronger. So that way you're mm-hmm. not you're not like, man, I'm struggling so much. It's like, mm-hmm. now it's, it's a little bit easier for you to fight and get out of those battles yeah. than it would be when you first started. Because mm-hmm. there's this quote, it's like, it never, life never. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Exactly. You know, when you're in those, when you're in the midst of those fights, you just gotta, you just gotta stay strong and stay faithful. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough. I'm not gonna lie to you. It is going to be tough because there's trials I've been through and I said, God, I'm gonna take a pause on you right now. Oh. I'm going to take a huge pause. <laughs> I'm gonna take a huge pause because I can even pray right now. Yeah. Yes. I can even I can even pick up my Bible and read it right now because oh, 
this this is too much. Yeah. Too much. This is too much. <laughs> I know you're big, but this is bigger. No, <laughs> you know, that's I, what it seems uh, like. That's what it seems question. like at the time. You, you know, you start, start to question God. You start to be like, man, like, can God really relieve me of this trouble right now? Is is God? Am I am I really gonna, you know, mm-hmm. am, am I really gonna get out of this situation? Yeah, it you seems know? like that's yeah. the end of the world in that moment. Exactly, mm-hmm. and, and and once you get out, and once you go through it, mm-hmm. it's it's just. You know, okay. personal personal testimony for me is like a couple of years ago. I was, I was in a deep dark depression. When I say dark depression, I've never. I was actually the person that would make fun of people that say they have depression because to me, I was like, you're just sad. What's depression? You're just sad uh, for a big day. Big difference. Huh? It's a huge. It's <laughs> a huge. And then when I went through it, I was like, you know, in that moment, I shut God out probably for like three months out of my life. Mm-hmm. I did not speak to God. I did not walk with God. I didn't do anything close to being a Christian. If you would look at me, you'd be like, this is just another guy off the streets. He's not even a Christian. Who is this guy? Mm-hmm. And once I went through that and in and, and, and those moments, mm-hmm. and I could feel also in that moment that God is always calling me back because there's certain moments you, you, you know like there's something inside of you brewing and it's like, come back to God, come back to God, come back to God. And you know, once I, once I went back to him and I went through that you know, I went through that stage of depression and I went, I came out of it. And now every time I look back at it, I'm just like, man, like God brought me through. Mm-hmm. God brought me through. He and made a way. He, he made God. a way. That is my song. Exactly. He, he made, made a way, way. because mm-hmm. in that moment though, I'm not going to lie to you. I was, I had tunnel vision. I could not see ahead of me. I could not see us, you know, to my side. I couldn't see anywhere else. I was like, man, I'm going to stay in this state forever. And I don't, I don't feel like I'm going to get out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after like a couple of months, I started reading my Bible, started going back to church and God just opened the doors for me, mm-hmm. just opened the doors for me, opened the doors for me. And then, you know, next thing you know, you, you, you're, you're so moved on from it that you don't even remember that you went to that, mm-hmm. to that stage. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. It really is. That's why I think a, a big thing that helps is having a friend there to keep you accountable. Cause when you go through those um, those phases and those moments where you're depressed and you feel like you just you don't want to open your Bible, you don't want to talk to God, you want nothing to do with God. You're finding other ways to fill the void um, than going to God. When you have like a friend, a Christian friend, you know, who can keep you accountable, who can pray for you, that is such a big deal because then they mm-hmm. check up on you and they constantly check up on you and they pray for you and then you know it kind of like um. It's, it's very good to have a friend there for you to, to, to be able to do that because then it's like they pull you back into, um, back just into the walk. back into, yeah, back into the walk. They help guide you um, back into the walk because I know personally when I was going through a phase where I was down and depressed, um, I didn't want to reach out to anyone, but OG here, <laughs> OG here, she reached out to me and the crazy thing was, like, um, just one night I actually, you know, I answered because I wasn't answering anyone. I was, I didn't want to text anyone. I didn't want to do anything. But this one night I just, I felt in my heart, you know, I have to, I have to call her. You know, I need to call someone who, who I know will pray for me, pray with me and be mm-hmm. there for me. And so I called her up and guess what she did? 
she comes to my house. Mm-hmm. That's that's <laughs> like, a accountable partner. She comes to my house. Mm-hmm. Like not the even thing you didn't phone. want. Yeah. <laughs> I was yes. at the laundry. That was that was crazy. Like you need friends like this in your life. Like friends that will come mm-hmm. to you, that's pray true. with you. You know what I mean? And it it really helped. It really made like it makes you feel you're not alone. Like you have someone mm-hmm. who cares for you. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. of course God is always there with you. But when you have, like, a friend who's there for you, like, you know, in the moment, comforting you, um, basically being there for you, um, bringing you back into that walk with God, it's, yeah. it makes all the difference. It does. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not just a friend that just comes and, like, oh, well, tell me about your problem. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's deeper than that. It's not just tell me about your problem. It's how can I help you in that problem? Let me pray for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not just going to come this day. I'm going to come back tomorrow. I'm going to keep calling you. You know, that's the type of accountability partner you need to have in those moments because, Mm -hmm. you know, if you evaluate all your friends you have and if you can't count how many of them, if you right now are in a deep, dark place, you can call upon them and they will come and pray with you. Mm -hmm. You need to start reevaluating who you're with because as a Christian, you need to have those those friends and those accountable partners that you can call upon any time of day. Be like, hey, I'm struggling with this. I'm going to come pray for you. Hey, I'm da 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 da. I'm gonna come to your house right now, cause I know what you're fighting, and I know your, you know, you share that fight with them. Yes. I know your battle, so therefore I'm not gonna let you fight alone. I'm gonna mm-hmm. come with you. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's not about just being lit. It's <laughs> you, not, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta have, you gotta have, you gotta it's have right. friends it's not, that exactly that, it's that, not, that, it's that not do that all for the time. You, you gotta have friends yeah. to tell you no too. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, you gotta, yeah, you gotta have friends that that will uh, definitely help you know help you out during those times. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then one thing I can say too is that uh. Like, when you're going through a, you know, t- really tough trial, right? And all, you know, the world seems crashing down. You know, you're, you're, you're depressed. Like, you, you're away from God. Like, my biggest thing, I can tell you this, and especially from, like, experience. Because uh, I spent, let's see, like, that path, like, the whole entire time I was diagnosed and going through my symptoms and stuff. Like, I was out of church for a good six to eight months. And during those months, I was not praying mm-hmm. i wasn't reading my bible i was so like i wasn't me at all right and i all i can say is it makes things even worse it does because yeah. um you know god is the source of life right mm-hmm. so when you're when you're disconnected from the source of life for that long and you're and you're depressed going through your trial and you're not going to god it just makes you even more depressed because mm-hmm. what's what's gonna feel that what's gonna fill that void mm-hmm. nothing Other so exactly. i'm telling you because like um I'm not gonna go into detail, but I was going, I was doing things my own way, right? Mm-hmm. So like, in feeling, in feeling that void with like other things and stuff, and you know, for, you know, for a week or two, it's like okay, like now I'm now I'm a bit happier, right? And, um, yeah, and um, see, so yeah, I like I spent four to six months, six to eight months uh, doing my own thing, and then uh, yeah, so for a week or two, I was I was happy, you know, after a while, like what I was using to fill my void and stuff like that didn't it didn't it didn't hold up because mm-hmm. guess what? It's not going to, you know, it's exactly. not it's not eternal. It's it's, te- it's temporary, right? So when you're spending um when you're going through a trial and then you're sp- and you know you're not doing right mentally, you're not doing right spiritu- spiritually and you're disconnected from God, you're just driving yourself deeper and, and you're just digging a hole for yourself deeper and deeper and deeper. You know what I mean? And it's hard and then once and I feel, and um, from you know, again from experience, because I happened to me like two, three times with with this uh, uh, condition, 
um, it gets hard. It gets hard to get back up because mm-hmm. you know after after all that time. Yeah, exactly. After all that time you spent, you know, not praying to God. And like okay, coming back, mm-hmm. it starts like it's it's kind of like a little process just to just to get back to you where you like, were. You feel like a strong pull pulling you back, you know, yeah. back down and not trying to. Yeah, like it know. just yeah, it get, it, get, it gets tough. To, it gets a little bit hard. It gets a little hard to like get to that back to that level where you where you were at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like my biggest thing I would say is, and it's definitely easier said than done, right? But the biggest thing is don't like try your hardest, try your hardest, try your hardest, even if it's just. One minute, five minutes. Try your hardest to talk to God, mm-hmm. because one thing I was like during during the day while you're going through child, because when you shut like when you shut off God during that child, right? You're not gonna feel convicted because you're not praying to God. You're not doing. You're not. You're more susceptible you're, to you're, sin. You're, you're sinning all the time because you're not praying. You're not praying. You're not talking. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you force yourself, even if you don't want to, and and when you don't want to, that's when you should pray. Mm-hmm. Right. So, when you're at a moment where, like, you know, say you're going through a tough time and you force yourself to talk to God, it brings that little conviction because they're like, ah, oh, shoot, see, I did that, or I did this, I did that. You pray about it, you ask for forgiveness, you know what I mean? It just helps out a little bit. It's like, don't stay completely disconnected from God, ever, 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 because it just makes the depression worse. It just makes everything worse. And on top of that, you're not on God, you're not, you're not underneath the... You're not underneath God's favor anymore because you're sinning. You're doing something that God doesn't want you to do, right? Exactly. You're not you're being not connected. Covered. You're not. You're not covered by God, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, it's not. It's not a good. It's not a good condition. It's not a good situation to be in. So, like, don't think that. Don't think um, not like avoiding God is going to make you feel better because it's, exactly. it's, 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 it's it's not. It's not. It's not going to work out. It's the worst thing you can do for yourself, you know. Cause I, I mean, I'll share a little bit more. Like for me, when I was going through my state of depression, I think for about like, actually for the whole stage, I could not be alone. When I say I could not be alone, like if I would come from work, and I'm at my, I mean, and I go to my room, I would find every excuse to like go out or do something with other people because I'm like, I'm depressed. I don't want to be by myself. And during those times, I would be doing things that, you know, if you would look at me, you're like, man, this guy is completely not a Christian because all the stuff that he's doing, going out, drinking, doing partying, doing all these stuff, you'd be like, man, like, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. You know, for all that stage, I could not ever be by myself because I was like, it, it, I, I, don't, I don't know, for some reason, I just, I, I just didn't be, I just didn't want to be alone in my depressive state by myself. I I needed to be with company so that way I don't feel so much so alone. Mm-hmm. But what I realized is, is 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 in that time those alone times, where those times where I needed to be closer to God. Where's the times where you know within that within my state of being in depression that I needed to be in prayer. I needed mm-hmm. to keep you know get on my knees and and just continually pray and fight and fight. But I wouldn't do that and 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 I opened up myself to be more susceptible to, to to sin that I wouldn't really I would normally fight off but because I was in that state of mind because I wasn't praying I wasn't covered I was so you know sin sinning left and right like it was nothing and no conviction whatsoever you know you get to that point where you know at first when you you know when you do a little sin you feel so bad and you feel so guilty and then you do it so yeah, much yeah, that yeah. you don't even you don't even think you're sinning 
It's very that's uh, dangerous. It is. It's a dangerous point to get in. And if you see yourself in that point, you need to reach out and you need to talk to somebody because, you know, that's what I did. When I watched that point, I remember I I, I called Rubens and say, Hey Rubens, I need an accountable partner, cause mm-hmm. right now I don't know what I'm doing with my life, and I don't know where I'm going, but I just need some direction. And from that day on, like mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier with accountability, prayer. You know, we have a group of friends, Sean, me. We 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 just we're so you know I thank God for these these brothers because mm-hmm. they not only keep me accountable. But they keep me in the right track because I know that if I fall, we fall, because we mm-hmm. are one. You know, mm-hmm. we're not in, we're not a single person. You know, mm-hmm. we are one together. Yeah. So when one is feeling a certain type of way, we all are in it together. You know, that's why it's so good to have accountability, to have brotherhood, to have sisterhood, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that community of 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 people will help you, even mm-hmm. in your darkest times, because. You might think that you're going through it alone, but you have people behind you praying for you. Yep, mm-hmm. definitely. You know, right. Even exactly. in that moment when you don't want to pray, you mm-hmm. have people praying for you. Exactly. Definitely. Exactly. So One, it's good to like mm-hmm. um, to also be involved in the church, like joining ministries and you know being active in church, because then you have the those groups of people who who see you, who recognize you, who who can. Um, notice when you're not there or notice mm-hmm. something is wrong because you have you know it's not just you you're now active in the church and you have a lot of people who can um hold you accountable and who can be there for you who could pray for you mm-hmm. so that's also a good thing mm-hmm. yeah uh i guess my darkest moment was my senior year of high school i was one of those people who actually graduated with a completion and throughout the whole year like Considering, you know, living in a Haitian household, <laughs> it was it was pretty hard. Every day, like, I was just called stupid. And it's not that I wasn't trying hard enough to pass it, pass, um, to fulfill that requirement. It was just one requirement that just held me back. And it's like, I kept studying. Like, there were times where I've just been close. I remember one time I, I took ACT and I got, like, 17 and I needed an 18 to pass and I just I just cursed at God I was like so you playing games with me Mm. you you really don't want me to graduate you really want my dad to continue aggravating me about this simple requirement I have a 3.6 GPA um I have scholarships on the line and yet you still won't let me pass this test and it it just came to the point that I just didn't want to talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just fell so deep into depression and, like, every day, like, going home. It didn't make it any better because my dad was, like, simply saying, like, you're going to be working at McDonald's. You're going to be manager of McDonald's. And it's just, like, I just kept, I just kept going into that hole, going into that hole. And, like, I had my friends praying for me and then they would check up on me. I remember... One time, one of my friends just popped up at my house and was like, Ojalene, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. And they was like, no, let's go. They took me out. Tried to, because I didn't even want to go out anymore. Mm-hmm. And, like, they started to take me out. And it was just so much. And by September of that same year, I ended up passing it, passing the requirement. And I went to the school and finally got my official diploma. And 
that also meant that I can officially start college. So while my friends were starting off college and they were having fun with their college experience, I was at home trying to find a job without a high school diploma. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't easy. And it was like, I was just so depressed. I was like, wow, everyone's having fun. But then, you know, I got into college and I didn't see what was fun about it. (laughs) (laughs) The cold hard truth. So maybe God was was keeping you away for a little bit. (laughs) Keeping me away for a little bit. But you know, I I definitely did did learn a lot because you know my dad was so hard on me. Even though I, I'm a very sensitive person. He called me stupid. I cry. I'll start shedding tears. It's because anybody else can call me stupid. But anyone who's, like, I'm very close to or who I, like, you know, you know, uh, consider them as family, um, consider them as family, it, it really hurts for them to insult me. And it's, like, I'm very sensitive. And my dad doesn't like me being sensitive. But I, I keep telling him I'm a girl. So he sh- that's, that's expected for me to cry. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you know, it kind of helped me with my emotional side and everything trying to be be right with things and trying to grow a relationship with my dad even more because our relationship got stronger just based off the situation. So, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, we are young and these these type of situations are, it's, it's, it's going to happen and it's just getting ready and being prepared for them. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, Sean has a verse that, you know, that helped him and I think, you know, it would be good to, you know, meditate on this verse for this week, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, um, it's actually, it's, it's, you know, Psalms. You know, it's like, you know, I was going through, uh, I'll say for this current uh, trial that I was going uh, that I was going through, um, like, I fell in depression again, and I was, you know, like, still, like, I, I was, I fell in depression again, and I was, and I felt, I found myself in a situation where I wasn't praying as much as I should again, but then I read, uh, I came across Psalms 143, and it definitely helped me out. And um, I mean, do you mind if I read the whole thing? Or yeah, so yeah, so I, I'll just yeah, I'll just read it. And it's uh, <clears throat> yeah, so Psalms 143. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my pleas for my, for mercy. In your faithfulness, answer me. In your righteous in your righteousness, enter not into judgment with your servant. For no one living is righteous before you. For the enemy has pursued my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me sit in darkness like those long dead. Therefore, my spirit faints within me. My heart within me is appalled. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all that you have done. I ponder the work of your hands. I stretch out my hands to you. My soul thirsts for you like a parched land. Answer me quickly, O Lord. My spirit fails. Hide not your face from me, lest I appear in the morning of your steadfast love. For in you I trust. Make me know the way I should go. For you, for to you I lift up my soul. Deliver me from my enemies, O Lord. I, I have fled to you for your, for refuge. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on gro- on level ground. For your name's sake, O Lord, preserve my life. In your righteousness, bring my soul out of trouble. And in your steadfast love, you will cut off my enemies and you will destroy all the adversaries of my soul, for I am your servant. And when I read that, yo, that... I needed it so bad. Cause it is exactly how I felt like mm-hmm. hands down, man. I was like, you know, I was so dark. I was so like, you know, just, I've just felt like my, my, my spirit was just like weak. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just, and then I kept, um, and the bad, the bad thing about me for sure, like a flaw that I have, is like when I fall, um, 
like sometimes it gets hard for me to go back to God because I'm like, dang, I fell. And, you know, this, like, how can I go back to God after, you know, I, mean, I feel so sh- like shamed, right? Yeah, it's like, how can I, how can I fall? And then, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, I'm, I'm going to worship God. You feel that that's, that's yeah. like, so f- you feel fake in yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You feel like you're two-faced. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So when I read like, enter not into judgment, your servant for no one living is righteous before you, that made me at ease. I'm like, you know what? Like, I know I'm not, I know that, uh, I'm not perfect. Right. And I know that God. I mean, no, no, nothing gets God by surprise. You know what I mean? So he knows that he knows that this was going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, he called me back. You know what I mean? And it definitely, it definitely helped me out. This song's definitely helped me out big time. So like anyone that's uh, going through like any tough times, definitely like check out Psalms one four one forty three, cause um it it helped me out uh quite a lot. And then meditate on it. Yes. Yeah. And this has been another installment of Frontstabbers. Thank you guys for listening. Follow us on IG, Frontstabbers Podcast. Tweet us. Tweet us. <laughs> we don't have a Twitter. Hey, do we need yeah, to make a Twitter. Twitter in progress. Twitter in progress. YouTube in progress. And, you know, just... Follow us on SoundCloud. Follow us on SoundCloud. Leave leave us your comments. We want to hear from you guys. You know, we mm-hmm. want to hear, um, you know, any any things that you guys have been going through, what we can help you guys with. Mm-hmm. Just leave us your comments. Anything you guys want to talk yes. about, you want us to tackle, or topics that you feel passionate about and you want us to tackle, leave us, you know, let us know in the comments. Mm-hmm. You know, or DM DMs. us. DM us <laughs> on this IG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right here. And thank you guys for listening. Thank okay. you.